This is Chris Timos. It's his second day on the job as a Marshallese teaching assistant at a local elementary school in Arkansas. Can I help you? She's looking for Joe. Joe, do you have yes. if you're checking him out? Chris just happened to be standing near the school entrance and found himself serving as an impromptu translator for a Marshallese grandmother. She's here to pick up her grandson early from school and explain to teachers that there's been a death in the family. Several kids skipped school today to attend the funeral. Without Chris, these kids and their families could face consequences. We didn't know that there had been a death in the family. Mm-hmm. Nobody passed yeah. it on to me, so that's was, why they've been absent. Well, okay. He was gone last Thursday, I believe. Okay. All right. Thank you. Chris's job isn't about taking attendance and cleaning desks. He's one of a growing group of Marshallese staff here with a big goal. Help this small school district in landlocked northwestern Arkansas understand families like Chris's, who left their roots on tropical atolls over 6,000 miles away, and then help those families adjust to a very different way of life. These little kids, they're comfortable with me because I'm Marshallese. On Tuesday, one of the little kiddos, he's in second grade, he told me good luck on my first day. <laughs> he said, Jaraman. That's like good luck. The district hopes that by putting more Marshallese people in their hallways, classrooms, offices, and offering community services to Marshallese families outside of school, students will feel more comfortable and grades will improve. It's not a revolutionary approach, but many schools in Hawaii and across the mainland still don't do this well. This small school district in rural Arkansas wants to change that. This is On Campus, a special project from Honolulu Civil Beat. I'm Jessica Terrell. This school year, reporters from Civil Beat are spending time behind the scenes at a brand new charter school startup called Kamalani Academy. It's a story about a brand new school and the everyday triumphs and trials of a community trying to pull off a big education initiative. On Campus is supported by a grant from the Solutions Journalism Network a nonprofit organization dedicated to rigorous and compelling reporting about responses to social problems. Solutionsjournalism.org. This is episode seven. Kamalani's founding vision focused on using Hawaiian culture as a way of connecting a very diverse student body. It's drawn in kids from communities struggling to close achievement gaps in the classroom. But Kamalani staff have struggled this year with the Hawaiian cultural piece and how to connect with kids from very different backgrounds. Now, our reporter producer, Emily Dugdale, is going to take you almost 4,000 miles east of Hawaii to Springdale, Arkansas, a place with a pretty unexpected group of Pacific Islander immigrants. Springdale is a much whiter community than Wahiwa, but it could have some lessons on cultural representation that even a diverse school like Kamalani could learn from. The Springdale School District has roughly 3,000 Marshallese students, many of them English language learners. 
Springdale is home to big American brands like Walmart and Tyson Chicken, companies that employ a lot of people from the Marshall Islands. That's why the Marshallese came here in the first place. Or one man did. And he found jobs. So then his family followed. Now there's over 12,000 Marshallese people living in a town where you can still find Confederate flags and Civil War monuments. Maybe people didn't expect them to come. But the Springdale School District's motto is teach them all. And so that's what they're trying to do. Melissa ate one-fourth of a pie and Gio ate one-sixth of the same pie. Yanni is a Marshallese fifth grader at Monitor Elementary. He's teaching assistant Chris Timas's first assignment of the day. Why is it being? What you do over here? Yanni's worksheet shows he's pretty good at math, but that's not what Chris is worried about. So read the last one for me. How many ounce of flour did, oh, where in each loaf, loaf of bread? Do you know what this is? This word? Like a lot of the kids here, Yanni's first language is Marshallese. He's learned his English at school, and a word like loaf doesn't come up much. So I'll come in your class after specials, and I'll look for you, and we'll, I'll sit through with you um, on the questions that we didn't get to get done. Yeah. All right, you can go to class. Okay. I'll catch you later. Bye. A teacher with 30 kids in the classroom might not notice Yanni isn't picking up as much English as he needs. But the hope is that a Marshallese tutor, someone who once faced the same challenges in school, can. I feel like I have a soft spot for these little kids already because I struggled with math. I struggled with reading. Chris says when he was in school, they didn't have anybody who could help him like he helped Yanni, who really understood where he came from. He says he tried to get comfortable learning the ropes of the American school system with his white teachers, but it wasn't easy. It didn't feel really, I didn't feel really comfortable. So that's why I said it took me a while to really develop my English and really speak. I'm going to show you what, what we're going to be looking at area. When I got to the district in 1980, we were virtually an all-white school system. Uh, today, we're a very diverse school system from our perspective. That's Springdale uh, School Superintendent Jim Rollins. Efforts at the school district to integrate Marshallese students have been hit or miss, and it shows in the test scores. Only about a third of Marshallese students tested as proficient in math and literacy. But Rollins has overseen efforts to ramp up the number of Marshallese liaisons and assistants. By the year 2030, more than half of the school-aged children in the United States will be non-white. So that tells us what we've known forever. America is a great mixing pot, et cetera. There's some who would say, I don't want to pay additional taxes to educate, quote, somebody else's children. They haven't yet understood that these are our children. These are our children. Jim Rollins says Marshallese community liaisons and teaching assistants are steadily bringing more families into the fabric of life at Springdale schools. The week before we spoke, they'd hosted a college career fair with low turnout expectations. Marshallese still get a bad rap here when parents don't show up for events. Some people say they don't care about education. But 70 Marshallese families filled the room, 
eager to learn more about how to send their kids to college. Translators and Marshallese liaisons were there to bring the families into the school community. To show they not only cared, they understood. <laughs> Colonist Jerry stands at the entrance of the school cafeteria, greeting kids at lunch at Parson Hill Elementary. She's one of Springdale's longest-serving Marshallese liaisons. She's a friendly face that looks like them, cracks jokes like them, hugs them, and helps them navigate situations like a loud, crowded American lunchroom. Or boys. We're never inviting the boys. Then they're going to be quiet. They respect us. Yeah, they're, they're better. They do. Okay, good. The Marshallese kids here love her. I mean, really love her. What do you think about um, Auntie? Uh, she's fun. She's nice. What do you guys talk about with her? Uh, Carlness isn't in the classroom or tutoring kids like Chris Timos. Her job is to help students and families understand the American school system. She makes calls to families to remind them to come to parent-teacher conferences or find out why their kid has been missing school. Was it 25? Because I... 21 and a half. If she misses well, one more day, I don't have an option. Okay, like that's... I, uh, yes, right? and I told I, mean, I said this is the last time we, we are going to call. People she, might think the big challenge here is Marshallese not understanding part. the American system. But it's also about teachers and administrators not understanding Marshallese culture. Like what's happening with the student who's missed so much class. Kids might miss a week of school for a family funeral. Like what happened earlier with Chris and Joe Giera. That sets off alarm bells to staff, but not necessarily to Carlness. When she can't reach a family by phone, Carlness jumps in her car. Right now, she's visiting the home of a Marshallese family to help the school enroll them in a health plan. (laughs) The school wants to get this done ASAP. And that's where Carlness steps in. (laughs) It's a short conversation at the front of the house. I'm going to meet her on Tuesday, next week, Tuesday, oh, to meet her, yeah. help her. Yeah, because oh, okay. they have other stuff to do today. Sometimes Marshallese families are slow to respond because they might not be comfortable showing up for a meeting. Carlness says she's helping them trust that school is not a scary place. They have the right to ask anything, or if they're not agree on something, they have all the rights. Carlness works at another elementary school called Monitor a few days a week. Monitor's principal is Maribel Childress, the only principal in Springdale who's been to the Marshall Islands. She went there to have a better sense of where her families are coming from. Right now, the district doesn't have the data yet to track the impact that Marshallese liaisons have on student achievement. But Maribel says she can see what numbers can't. I think if Dr. Rollins said um, you can only keep one person on your faculty, who would it be? I would say Carlness. No offense. Oh, my goodness. She knows every family who lives in every house, what house they live in. If they stay with somebody else on Thursday, she knows. um, When their phone is disconnected and they have a new number, she knows it. That kind of praise and attention makes Carlness uncomfortable. If you do more, like you're... 
doing what I'm doing right now. It's positive, but yet negative in our culture. Carlness says you shouldn't have to be like her in order to be hailed as a success. It's an important lesson for the school district. The school district wants Marshallese kids to raise their test scores dramatically, take on leadership, improve their English, be like Carlness, a person who came to the U.S. speaking only Marshallese. But Carlness says test scores and academic achievement aren't the only measure of success for Marshallese. It's not just about adapting to a new life, but maintaining and sharing their own way of life, too. Which is why her focus is on helping people be understood, not just heard. Can I show you something? Wait, hold on. I'll go bring it. Because then I will say, but it's a quote that... Carlness leaves the room and comes back to us holding a green quote board. It says, if you talk to a man in a language he understands, that goes to his head. If you talk to a man in his own language, that goes to his heart. And I do believe this. Because some of the parents, they do speak English. And they do understand it. But if I said it in my own language, and I mean it, and you know, I know everybody mean it, but the, the sympathy and, and, and understanding. Monitor Elementary, where Carlness works, has one of the highest percentages of Marshallese kids in the district. And that's one of the reasons Principal Maribel Childress made the trip to their homeland. She's bonded with families and students simply by showing them photos of her trip. I think she expected to come back with tools to improve the lives of her students. But I don't think she realized how much she questioned her own culture. In the evenings, everybody was sitting outside on um, on their front steps or on mats in front of the houses. Um, they would be playing volleyball in the street, playing basketball. I don't think there was a single person on the entire atoll in their house with the door closed. She says a few days after she got back to Springdale, she ran into her neighbor outside at the mailbox. You know, we both pulled up with our cars to our mailbox and it was like, hi, hi. And then we both went in our houses and closed the doors. And it's like, oh, I really miss that sentiment from the Marshall Islands where, you know, the most important thing you could do every day is to spend time with the people around you. And I thought, you know, that's my relationship with my next door neighbor. She says reflecting on how her priorities could be so different than the Marshallese has helped her build better relationships with students and families at school. Because sometimes, um, out of the kindness of our heart, trying to be so good and do the right thing, we can be offensive and not even know. And so really having that understanding of what is valued helps us choose how we develop our relationship and how we work with those families. Springdale has a ways to go before closing the achievement gap for Marshallese kids. But the lessons here can still transcend to Hawaii, where marginalized kids still lack cultural representation in many schools. Springdale's lesson is like what Carlness told me while we were driving around Springdale neighborhoods. Success is everyone redefining their own sense of what's normal. It's about representation. I'm sure there's things that they do that you think are... Everything they do for me, in the non-martialists, I think they're not normal. <laughs> yeah.
Yeah. Because they're not. If they're not for, for you and then for other people. <laughs> <laughs> On Campus is a special project from Honolulu Civil Bee. This episode was produced and reported by Emily Dugdale. Our producer this season is April Estrelon. Our reporters this season are Sue Von Lee and Courtney Teague. Our executive producer is Patty Epler. We'll be publishing new episodes periodically throughout the school year. So look for more stories and more episodes online at civilbeat.org or in your iTunes feed. We'll be back. <laughs>